Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation. Because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. As always, John Kelly here. And on the other side of the screen over here is Mr. Jeremiah Jerome Stringer. Uh, today's an audio-only episode, and so there will be no comments from other people. You don't have to worry about hearing about a ticker that's going across the screen that you can't see. We are strictly audio today. Jeremiah, how are you? I'm doing great. I will add, you can still watch it on YouTube. There is you a, a video of us, but uh, yeah, John yeah. Trott. There is, and if you want to see Jeremiah and all of his beauty, he will be on that video. Hey, man, dude, look. Look at my face. Can you see? Yeah, you're growing a beard again. <laughs> this beard, it's it's pleasant. It's getting it's getting thick. You know, I have a, a student. He's graduated now, but he was a kicker for a football team, and he'd be like, he'd always say, "Hey, you know, you could shave your beard a little bit higher." I guess he thought that I was shaving it too too far. Oh, we actually live. It looks like we got six people watching. Are we live? Live? All right. Maybe, maybe we'll <laughs> I guess problem. I didn't change the, the thing to private. So, Spon spontaneous live stream. Spontaneous live stream. All right. We'll see. Oh wow. <laughs> I guess there will be comments. Hey, um, what's this up? This was not intended to be a live stream, but I guess it's going to be now. Um, That's okay. But yeah, you'd always say, "Yeah, you could you could shave it like mine a little bit further up." Right. I, maybe I had a little neck beard action going, and you know yeah. that used to be the stereotype—the neck beard. Oh, yeah. And uh, that was the guy that lived in his mom's basement and just played video games, take Doritos all day. We don't want to be that guy. We always called that the uh, Joe Dierte. Joe Dierte, what's that? Well, did you ever see the movie Joe Dirt? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he called himself Joe Dierte. It's French. Um, <laughs> dude, I, I don't know if you've noticed behind me the bright red backdrop that's going on. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm excited, man, because uh, it is the big game week. You know. Oh, it's Ohio State versus Michigan. those that be unnamed. Oh, he said wow, there's a lot of people on here. We were not anticipating this. This was actually not meant to be a live stream. I was just a dummy and I didn't put it on private. So, hey, welcome everybody who's watching currently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the big games this weekend. You know, we don't pronounce that letter that's after L and before N during this week uh, as far as when it comes to the team up north. So, uh yeah, I heard that they uh, have been cheating. Is that true? I heard that their coach was like basically suspended indefinitely right now because they well, were three sending games. three games. Three games. Okay, three, three games. games. They were sending somebody to allegedly there was somebody who was not connected to the program but was going to watch other teams so they could scout them out and see what their calls were. See, you're, you're allowed to. It's not a violation of the NCAA rules for them to make a signal on one sideline with these signs. Maybe it's a checkerboard or a picture of somebody's face or a meme. And that, that tells the players the formation, tells them the play, et cetera. Right. You're, you're not allowed to, ahead of time, go and video the other team's signs. And then At another stadium during yeah. a different game. And, and not only that, it, it got worse. Like, it kept getting progressively worse. People were coming out and uh, – they were they were actually getting paid to go do this. Oh, there they, was more than one person. Oh, there were multiple people. I and not only that, job. not only that, it was a booster. They found out later it was a booster that was funding the whole thing. Oh my god! But it, who's their coach? Harbaugh. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh. So is he? He claims is, he didn't he know not, anything about it. 
Well, I'm, I'm just gonna leave me. it alone. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get involved. I will say though. I will say I want him on the sidelines on Saturday. Oh, no excuses, right? No excuses, man. When you win a game, I don't want. I don't want to be like, yeah, well, our head coach got suspended, so that's why we lost. I don't want if if we win that game because I think it's up in the air who's gonna win that game. But yeah. if we were to win that game, I, I don't want to win the game and then have this whole thing with the asterisk next to it. You know what I mean? Are y'all undefeated right now? We are. Well, Kentucky laid another egg over the weekend against South Carolina. South Carolina wasn't even good. Four and six, lost to terrible teams. They haven't beat anybody. Kentucky started the season five and zero. Oh. They're six and four. It's hard, it's, man. It's hard sometimes. You know, it, you guys in, in football are kind of like Ohio State in basketball. Like Ohio State will have ranked teams. They'll have teams that will do really well, and then they will they will lay an egg for like two or three years. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Let me ask you one other thing before I, I, we won't talk about sports the whole time. But okay, have you ever heard of St. Joe's? Yeah, yeah. Well, yep. Kentucky went into overtime last night against them. Really, the score ended in the nineties. It was, it was a great game, wow. but I was like, man, if we lose to them, this Kentucky basketball team, you know, you got questions. But I don't. Yeah. It's whatever. It's November. Early yeah, in the well, season. Well, there is one thing that's always in season, Jeremiah. And what is that? That is our sponsor for today's episode, Outdoor Beards. Always in season. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Outdoor Beards. I know you are, um, especially in November when most of us are just choosing not to shave. Um, no shave November comes around. You need something to tame that beard a little bit, and Outdoor Beards has exactly what you need. Yeah, they have all kinds of different products. Personally, every morning I've been using the balm. I would I would have everybody to try one of their fall scents. I like uh, Grandpa's Pipe or something yeah. sweet. I guess you could use that year round. But if I you want, they even have a pumpkin pie one, and it's Thanksgiving week. So come on oh, now, they got pumpkin pie. I think so. Am I wrong? Oh, I'm looking at their website right now. I'm going to check and see because that flavor sounds delicious. I know. Oh, grand, grandma's pie, and yes, it has pumpkins on the case, so I'm assuming that, I haven't tried that flavor, but I'm assuming that that is pumpkin pie, since there's literally a picture of a pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> now, case. I will say, even though even though we're calling it, uh, we're calling it pumpkin pie and a flavor, don't eat it. Don't. I mean, <laughs> you can, it's, it's not toxic or anything, but I promise you it doesn't taste like it smells. They also have the Santa's beard and it's got candy cane logos on it. So I don't know, maybe try that for the holidays, but yes, outdoor beards. I definitely get on outdoorbeards.com. shop around. If you want to have a luscious beard like John Kelly or semi like mm. myself, outdoorbeards.com is the place to go. And we have a way to save some money. You know what That's the code right. is, John? That would be backpacking. That's right. Get 10% off of any order. Whenever you're checking out, use the code backpacking and uh, try those delicious flavors. And for thank you so much to Outdoor Beards for being our sponsor, as you have been for almost three years now. Thank you so much, Outdoor Beards. Jeremiah, I got to find out from you. Yeah. Let's get a little health update. You've had some, you've had some things going on this past year. Why don't you kind of let everybody know where you're at right now? Well, it's so frustrating. Somehow, when I turned 30, all of a sudden my health just went on the decline. I don't know what... <laughs> Is that a running back in the NFL? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My t my time of health has come oh, to an end. Now it's a. Uh, I, I wanted to say first of all, thank you to all kinds of people that. It, it had been a while back. I gotten back from the Camino, which I do want to talk about that later. I got back from the Camino, and there was several people that after we put out an episode and I was like, I'm having all these GI issues. It's like acid reflux, but it doesn't feel like it. And some people, they were messaging me just with good thoughts, good vibes, but also they had experienced similar symptoms in the past. And they had given me several different suggestions on things that helped them. Everything from drinking, like buying a gallon of aloe vera and drinking so many ounces of that every day to, you know, seeing your doctor or Tums or whatever, but, oh, Stone Ape Adventures, wait till you hit 40. That's what Mr. Backpacking with Jason tells me. Wait till you turn 50, Jeff Peters. I feel you, Jeff. I turn 50 in December, man. Next month's a big 
Oh, happy early birthday, John. Yeah, bro. I'm going to be a big boy, 50 years old, finally an adult. Well, I haven't reached there yet. One day I'll catch you. But yeah, the <laughs> the GI issues have pretty much cleared up, and I have been taking Pepsid pretty much every day. So oh, I'm yeah. hoping... I'm hoping that after it totally goes away, I no longer have to be on any daily medication. I just don't want to be. I feel like I'm also too young for it, but maybe not. Also, um, you mentioned something in the pre-show. My eye. I yeah. am now allowed to drink coffee and take other stimulants, whether it be, um, I don't know, what's the stuff that if you're congested, Sudafed? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to take that because it's a stimulant. Anything stimulant, I wasn't allowed. But now I can, but the coffee gives me heartburn. So even though I'm allowed to drink it, I still am cursed. <laughs> but I do drink it every once in a while. You know, we uh, we went on this trip, I guess it's a couple weeks ago now, maybe not too, hardly two weeks, but went on this trip and... I believe it was Crow, as the Crow Flies Hiking, gave me one of those Korean coffee packets. Have you seen these? It's got yeah, the mix. He, he gave me one uh, when we went backpacking in Alabama. Yeah, I put out a video and put that in it as like a little hack that you could buy your coffee. And instead of bringing, you know, instant coffee and something to sweeten it up and creamer, if that's what you're into, you just buy it all in one packet. And I had several people commenting, like, you know, they go to the Asia market or whatever and they buy that coffee. But yeah. I drank a little bit of that. Haven't really getting into the coffee. And then I have a secret I haven't told Jason. Oh, yeah? What's that? Last, last I'm supposed to be going on a trip over this Thanksgiving weekend okay. with Jason. And we're headed to the Cumberland Gap area. And I was playing basketball last Friday. And this big, this guy was like 350 pounds at least. Really? So, yeah, and there's no quitting me. So I was I was jumping up to tip a rebound to one of my teammates. This is we had played for like an hour and a half, two hours. This was the last game. We we're playing at thirty to straight to thirty. And I jumped up in the air to tip this rebound and I come down and he collided with me, hyperextended my knee. Oh man. So, yeah, it went backward a little bit. Yeah, I just laid there on the ground, you know, for a minute or two. I was like and I finished the game, but I've been I've been putting the CBD cream on it. I iced it for the first day or two. I have this little massage sleeve that that's heated, and I've been putting that on my knee. And then I took ibuprofen. How many milligrams of ibuprofen do you normally take? If you oh, if well, you two hundred. Okay, well I've been taking prescription dose like eight hundred. Oh, I take and, that on trail. Yeah, and I I usually don't take any ibuprofen, but. I think that that has helped uh, my GI issues flare back up. And also, oh, Bridget no. fixed really spicy chili. She put mm. some Rotel in there with some green chilies. But, yeah, I've been taking that to try to help fight the inflammation in my knee. And uh, I haven't told Jason. I'm planning on still going on the trip. And, you know, we're not doing a million miles or anything. We're just weekend warrior in it. So, five miles one day, maybe ten another day, five or something. But, uh I think I might have to go ultra light on this one out of necessity. I think I might have to jump Whoa. on the John Kelly train there. Do it, man. It's a nice train. Your back loves it. Your knees love it. That's for sure. You but know, my, you know, I was supposed to be on a trip with Mark goes hiking in the Red River Gorge back in October. And, uh, I had a tumble in a parking lot of all places. I was walking downstairs and somebody texted me and I decided to look at my watch while I was walking downstairs. <laughs> That's I've done smarter way. things in my life, Jeremiah. I've done smarter things. I got a bone bruise on my left knee and it hurt. And it was bad for like a couple weeks. I mean, my leg was all chewed up and it was bad. Uh, but I'm starting to heal up now. So I'm trying to get some kind of trip planned in the next few weeks. I got to get out. I'm going nuts. Uh, really frustrated because I had like two or three things I was going to do this month and didn't get to do any of them. So well, speak, speaking of your health, how I know you've been on a weight loss journey and we talked a little yeah. bit about it on here, but how's it going? It's going good. At the beginning of the year, um, I had actually weighed in around 305. 305. Okay. Uh, definitely up over the 300s and uh, weighed myself this morning at 259. So 
down 46 pounds so far. And uh, I'm seeing a weight loss doctor, actually, and uh, getting medical advice and trying to eat the right things and take care of myself. And uh, it's really hard. I have tons of Halloween candy in my house right now. And Send it my way. Man, it's a lot. So uh, definitely, definitely doing that right now, trying to lose weight, and it's working. My wife has lost 23 pounds as well. So Damn. happy for Red her. Red She's doing great. Um, yeah, I mean, health, health-wise, that that's been super incredible. Like just I'm, I'm hoping to do some really cool hikes in the next couple of years, and I'm realizing the more I weigh, it's a lot harder to uh, to hike long distances when you're putting that much pressure on your back and your knees. So, and your ankles, like I had a foot injury this summer that I would say was probably because of my weight, if I'm being honest. So I'm uh, excited to get that weight off, man. I want to look as sexy as Jeremiah Stringer someday. <laughs> I think you've probably already surpassed that. But if, if you get down to your goal weight, does that mean that you can take a 60 pound pack on every trip? Is that no. how that works? You kind of offset? No, no, no I'm still not, man. I'm still going to be 50, bro. Like I am not taking 50 pound packs anywhere. Like unless I'm doing like a winter trip and there's like a hot tent a mile from the trailhead, I ain't doing it. I'm, I'm liking this ultralight stuff. I'm not saying it's for everybody else, but I'm definitely going to, this guy's doing ultralight. I love it. It's been, this last summer was incredible. Anytime I went hiking, it was like, I wasn't wearing anything. It was great. Yeah. What I wonder if, if it's going to be a low, they're forecasting like 42 degrees. Okay. So if it's going to be, I don't know, let's call it 30 to 35, if they're forecasting 42. So around freezing, I would say is going to be your bottom buck. Mm-hmm. I wonder how light I can go. Cause I was thinking about tenting. I'm wanting, I'm kind of wanting to do a video about this trip. And I, I took on a bunch of sponsorships because I needed to pay for our tickets for the flight home of um the camino yeah and it was thousands of dollars to get home so i was like okay well normally i don't do so many videos but um you know the more videos to do the more videos you do you know the more sponsors you take on the more money that you can make you're providing people content obviously but also thousands of dollars you don't want that lingering around so I've been doing a bunch of videos and I'm kind of wanting to do a video on this trip. And I thought about taking my Z packs, um, duplex L and doing like a tent, a tent tip video or something. Yeah. And kind of, uh, you know, making it a trip video, but talking about the tenting and stuff. And if I do the tenting, I wonder how light I can make it because my, my hammock is a double layer. Yeah. It's and I would also have to bring my zero degree under because my 40 is not going to keep me warm enough at these temps. You know, I'm a cold sleeper. So I wonder how light I could get it if I do the tent camping and just do a quilt and a pad. I think it'd be substantially lighter than the hammock. I don't know. What do you think? Well, it'll be substantially lighter than the hammock. I mean, I've taken, I took my Durston out earlier this year and it was like 40 degrees out overnight. Mm-hmm. And I was I was actually really surprised at how little condensation was in it, um, because you know trekking pole tents, you don't have that inner that helps kind of keep things dry, like mm-hmm. you do in a in like a a semi freestanding or freestanding tent. Um, so I I don't know about the Z packs ones. I know people I've talked to that have done the Z packs tents in the cold tend to get a lot of condensation on them. Yeah, so I, I think don't know you're if that's an issue for if that's a big deal for you or not. Well, I think there's enough room that I won't touch my head and feet. Yeah. So that would probably be okay. But yeah, your breath, I feel like it, it does collect up above, you know, wherever you're sleeping at. Yeah. That's the thing I do like about the Durston. You've got vents on the top of both doors. So that does help a lot. And depending on how you pitch it, that can also keep a lot of the condensation out. So um it just depends on which tent you're using. I mean, I've never used that Z-Pax tent before, the Duplex L. Yeah, I have also have a C to Summit TR2, and it, it is freestanding. I could that take that. Probably do, that would probably do better as far as the condensation would weigh a ton more. Yeah, you're going to add like at least, I, I'd say that thing weighs two and a half pounds probably. 
it's a fine winter, you know, tent and all that. But since I'm trying to shed a little bit of weight to, to help my knee, then I think maybe the duplex L cause that thing's only like 20 ounces or 22 ounces. Yeah. That's probably a good call on your part. I don't know, but yeah. Um, another thing I want to talk to you about is these videos. So Mr. Backpacking with Jason, sir. Oh, before we get into this, you got any awesome comments you're wanting to throw in here? I didn't know if you were, uh, kind of keeping track, anything anybody's asking or, uh, you know, engaging well, comments that we I, we got, this is pretty cool. Uh, Midwest backpackers headed to, uh, the BWCA this weekend, high of 20. So minty. but he's what is, one of those guys, he, he's one of those guys that goes out with, with Miyagi and all those guys in the, uh, bitter cold and chops wood all day that's those trips where it never gets above freezing and all you're doing all day is either eating or making fire yeah because if you don't you're just gonna freeze you gotta keep moving (laughs) but he'll he'll also like jump in ice water during these things i watched him at some frozen butt hang where he did that so i mean he's also from minnesota man they just make them different up there there's they got thicker blood than we have down here yeah they're they live in it what's bwca stand for uh boundary waters okay boundary waters yeah yeah and and then gregory longan's got some uh some tips for you on the duplex he said pitch it high and the condensation isn't an issue when it's a bit colder yeah see my issue with pitching it high is i lose you lose surface area below you the higher you pitch it you know it like pulls up the bathtub floor so you can make the bathtub floor like eight inches deep, but I don't know. I wonder how the ventilation would be. Cause if you think about it, there's a bathtub floor and then there's mesh right above it. And then you either have a door or the rest of the tent, the mesh connects to like the, uh, you know, the material of the tent, all that dyneema. So I wonder if the ventilation's better if you pitch it a little bit higher. I'm going to say it probably is. Yeah, I'd say it lets more air flow through, but it does. It has no vents at the top, you know. Yeah, once you close those doors, because I, I considered getting one, and uh, I, I ended up going with the Durston gear instead because of the because of the vents. Yeah, there's always trade offs. Yeah, I breathe hot, so <laughs> I like I, I like. There's always condensation, man. Always condensation. So, you're full of hot air. Is that I what am you're full saying? Of hot air. Yeah. Anybody who knows me knows that I am 100% full of hot air. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> Doc, I don't think you put Doc Watson's comment on here. Which one? A, a he's he's been on a roll. He's, he's talking about me. <laughs> he's talking about me accepting money on YouTube for the Oh, yeah. Kids. I saw that yeah. one. There was another one, though, that was really good, dude. Um, <laughs> here, here's right here. This one right here. You were talking about the fact you couldn't handle <laughs> stimulants. And he put up there, no stimulants? Couldn't hang around your wife then, huh? <laughs> He's a, uh, I love Doc. He's one of our regulars, man. He's always I got some good too, man. He, he always has great comments. So, all right, Jeremiah, you, you mentioned to me before the show that you might be going on a little uh, Thanksgiving trip. Yes. Yeah, so this Thanksgiving trip, we, we're wanting to head to Cumberland Gap, and I – I, on my last trip on the way home with Jason, we were talking about, we try to do an annual Thanksgiving trip because I'm off work for Thanksgiving break as I'm a public school teacher. Pay your taxes, folks. And can I, I say, I just love the fact that you go out with your dad backpacking like that. That is so <laughs> awesome. I should bring my backpacking with dad camp shirt. Cause one, I think one of Jason's buddies are going to, yeah. and, uh, I could wear that around camp, but I think, we, I think we the channel, I think our channel, that's part of the merch we should make for this channel. Backpacking with dad. Backpacking with dad shirts. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm I think saying. Get, hey, I, I, all I'm going to say is. Got one life. Live it. That's oh, all I got. Beautiful. I love the sound drop. I got I got to put it in there. We we try to do it annually because both of us are always off work. And, right. you know, sometimes things get in the way. Sometimes you can't have Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. But I, we're going to get away this year. And we were making plans on the on the way back you know we went on that trip and it's me andy crow and taylor and we went and done part of the at or kind of car camp and stuff too and we had andy on the podcast right so metro on the move so on the way back jason and i were like 
man, we, we really wanted to go to Big South Fork, actually. And that's pretty close to my neck of the woods. Oh, yeah. And and then I talked to my father-in-law because I was trying to get ideas of other stuff we could see in Big South Fork. And there is some stuff that we could see. There's some off-trail stuff, too. But it kind of feels like we've seen a lot of the highlights. And I think we'd actually went there either last year or the year before on our Thanksgiving trip. So we decided to go to the Cumberland Gap area. And I don't, I don't know if you've seen – I did a video a while back of the Pine Mountain Scenic Trail. And we had went out there and done that. Yeah. And that's kind of the same area. So I think we're going to be on that same ridge. I haven't looked too closely at it, but I kind of mapped out our days on the drive back. Jason was driving. He was like, look up some of that stuff. Maybe we can look at all trails or, or guy or something, figure out what trails we want to do. Yeah. And we did. And then I mapped it out and then I texted him all like day by day, what we're doing. And I even sent him Google, like a pin on Google maps of like, where to, how to shuttle the cars, where to park. And then he messaged me or called me or something the other day. And he's like, the plan that we came up with, we need to do that in the exact reverse order. So I don't know if he saw something on the elevation profile that said, maybe it's not a good idea to hike up this side. Maybe we need to end on this side. But now that you say that, I, I did some research on, because I was going to go there about a year ago. And uh -huh. uh, there is like, there's a considerable difference in parking, like as far as the uh, altitude you'll be at when you start, and uh, it can kick the crap out of you. Let's put it that way. Well, last time we went over there, we had a guy to shuttle us, and it was just some old mountain boy, you know, that was, yeah. um, I guess, associated with the whoever the association is in that area. Pine Mountain Scenic Trail Association, I don't know. But he pretty much dropped us off on top of the ridge. And I got to say, if I had a preference, I would love to be dropped off at the very tip top of the mountain and just walk on the ridge the entire time. Because oh, absolutely, three days worth of food, that's the worst. You know, that first day, walking up the side of a mountain and you got an extra so many pounds of food in your pack. Yep. But I'm, I'm thinking... Uh, I want to, like I said before, do a video of this trail, but I also wanted to talk to you about all these videos I've been doing because Jason's been, uh, he's like, dude, you're putting out these videos. You're sitting on top of a gold mine with this 1,000 plus clips of the Camino de Santiago that you and Bridget Yeah, did. yeah. You really need to be putting out the videos for that. So I, I'll tell you what. I've been putting out these videos, been getting back in the groove, but we did the Camino and I didn't realize how big of a deal and, and how real it is. The post trail depression. Did you get any of that whenever you got done with, um, your shell toey through? Yeah. High? Yeah. I mean, Yarrow? I was, I mean, when I was doing, I didn't get to do it all like in one long hike, but I was doing, you know, I did, I think I did, uh, two or three hikes a week for like a few weeks leading up to it, um, on the trail. And then I did two weeks solid on it and then was every week doing like three days, um, while I was doing it. And when it was over, um, I didn't do any backpacking for about three weeks and I was, I was a mess. Like my wife looked at me and she goes, can you go backpacking? You're driving me crazy right now. You know, you gotta get, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's kind of at that point right now with me. She's like, you got to get on a trail somewhere soon, please. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't realize what, how big of a deal that was. And it was, it just felt like something was off and there's never, there's never been a point in my life where I've had to deal with like deep depression or suicidal thoughts or anything like that. But I got to tell you, it, it's just like there's a shift in the brain. When we were over there for like six weeks. And so for six weeks, your life is totally different. And you have a specific purpose and you have this group of people around you. And then I got back and it's just normal life, you know, and all the people in your life is still great. And yeah. you're coming back and, you know, I can't complain. My life is awesome. But, um, I just didn't have the motivation to go in and, and edit those videos. It's just so cumbersome because there's so much. Yeah. But 
I have been getting back in the groove. I have put out, let me count them here. I was sending the invoices to the companies, you know, right. and I was like, man, I've been doing the videos. I, I have one November the 21st, November the 17th, November the 15th, November the 5th, October the 26th, October the 23rd. I mean, October the 18th. I was like, man, in the last month or two, I have been really cranking these out and I've been having a lot of fun. Bridget, a lot of times she's my camera woman. Yeah. So we'll go out and film and we done this last video and she was like, that was really fun. That was fun filming for you. I had a good time. Sometimes it's a little bit stressful. Yeah. And, um, I was like, man, something has changed. So I think what it is, is the, the post trail blues is kind of behind me. I'm hoping. Yeah. And we're here in the holiday season. Maybe that, that gives you a little kick in the rump too. And, um, I've been busting out these videos. So I've, I've kind of been thinking, and I wanted to run this by you. What do you think about for my Camino de Santiago trilogy plus a, a bonus episode? I've been thinking I'm going to have Bridget and I to sit down in, in separate sessions and kind of do like a little interview of the trail. And I, I got this idea because I remembered Amy, she, um, we had her on a while back and she had done, maybe it was the wonderland trail yeah, or something, her and her husband. And they sat down and done that. And I was like, man, that would be so good. Did you watch her videos on that? Have you seen those? A couple of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, they basically sat down in a rocking chair or whatever it was. And, you know, it's kind of like a TV show. And Andy does that a little bit on his trip videos. And I was like, man, that I think that would fit so good. And maybe get some clips of my friends who are also part of our trail family. And I do one episode. That's depends on how many clips I put in there and how I edit it. But like maybe 15 minutes of the first third of the trail. And it addresses... Basically, the beginning of the trail, Bridget had a lot of issues. If you, I'll be honest with you, man. If you do it right and you can tell the story well, I mean, I'd watch that for thirty minutes. I'd watch it for forty-five minutes if the story's good. You know what I mean? Like, well, putting that in there and and letting just letting because Bridget, man, when I talked to her about it, she could talk about it. She loved that trip, man. Oh, she tells me all the time how much she misses it because it's such an experience. Yeah. But well, and and here's something to throw out there too for you. You were talking about the the trail depression. Uh, you did it for six weeks. Imagine doing that for six months. Yeah, that's a totally different life. It's amazing how many backpackers I know that have done the AT that they took months away from backpacking, if not years away from backpacking, just because of dealing with the trail depression from it. Yeah, yeah, I so. could definitely see. You know, you, you kind of are living an alternate lifestyle and then you yeah. get done after half a year and then you just get smacked in the face. Like I have a great job and I, I enjoy going to my job. There's never been one day where I woke up and been like, Phew. right. Where I had to sit in the parking lot and, you know, contemplate life before you walk into your job. <laughs> I've had jobs like that where you got to sit yeah. there and be like, oh, I got to clock in in 10 minutes. I got 12 hours of work in front of me at this factory or whatever it is, retail, who knows, just a job that I didn't want to do. But yeah, I can't imagine how tough it would be coming back and getting smacked with that backhand from real life. Yeah. But I'm thinking one video where we do the interviews and I really want to paint the picture of the difficulties of the first third of the trail and especially Bridget where she, I don't know if you remember, I was texting you and stuff, I think. And yeah. she had a lot of blisters. We had to get her new shoes. She was sick. She had to take a bus for a couple of days. I had to hike alone. And then she was in a foreign country all by herself. And our luggage got lost. And it was a whole debacle. But I thought that would make a good first episode. I think it's a great, I think the whole thing's a great story. And then when you start telling the stories of the people you meet along the way, I think they could be fascinating videos, personally. Well, my, my high school English teacher... I, I kind of think of the videos. If you're going to do a trail video that really tells a story, and a lot of times I try to do, um, you know, like tips or hacks or something like that during a trail video, makes it a little more engaging, gives you a little more to chew on because some yeah. people don't want to just 
sit and watch a trip that you went on. They're like, why, why do I care about the trip you went on? I'm, I'm going to go on my own trip. I would agree with you, but when it's something like the Camino, yeah, that's, that's a ball game. People are watching me because they want to see it. Like that's, yeah. that's what they're there for. So you can do me, that pretty easy. Let me tell you the quote that my high school English teacher said. I think of the, I may have said this before on here. I think of my videos, those trip videos, just like I think of a paper I had to write for him. He says, your paper, it, there's no certain length it needs to be, but it needs to be long enough to cover the subject. It's like, it's like a good prom dress or maybe a wedding dress or whatever you want to equate it to. But we were in high school, so he said prom dress. Yeah. Long enough to cover the subject, short enough to keep it interesting. <laughs> so if you can check mark that, I think, I think you're okay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that's hilarious hey so um w w i want to see these videos when they come out like that's that to me is a huge deal i really want to see um what you did i'm i want to see the trail you know i've not i've only watched i think dixie's videos and maybe one other doing the camino and mm -hmm. I, I know a lot of people that's a trail they want to do that's one my wife actually said she would be willing to do and my wife doesn't like backpacking so she would that. love this dude Oh, I'm she'll watch it with me. She wants to watch it. Well, maybe, uh, maybe she after might I make my hope, man, <laughs> I'm the catalyst for the change that you need to get you your wife. Be my hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I am excited about that. I have another buddy, um, Clemens. I, he started making his videos for the trail too. And I think he's kind of got out, out of the, the post trail blues as well. Cause it was yeah. hitting him hard too, but he's got like the first 12 or 13 days edited and uploaded now. So that's awesome. It's a little taste and it's giving me motivation to, are to those, do are those already up so you can watch him now? Yeah. Let me see what his channel is called. Cause yeah, I was going to say, why don't you, why don't you find that? And then we'll put that in the description of the video. So people want to go watch as they can. Yeah. He's, he's a Dutch guy. So his name's like Clemens Van Auken or something like that. Now I really want to watch it. <laughs> now the, I want to, I want to see if he has you in his videos and I want to see a Dutch guy talking to a Southern Kentucky gentleman. Well, I'm deaf two accents dude. that don't go together. You want to hear something crazy. So Clemens, I, I met him like the, at the end of the first week, maybe. Or something like that but he was showing me some clips and he made like a a little is it a pre-logue prologue That's prologue that comes before like a little sure. little teaser kind of it's like the some context at the beginning of a, a yeah. book that you're reading yeah. so he made a little short video of some of the clips that he had from the beginning and he was showing it to me and at this point we were like three or four weeks in on trail and i was like wait a second rewind rewind dude go back that's Bridget and I at the same train station as you on our very first day on trail. He had a clip of me and Bridget getting off the train with our luggage. He was standing right there next to us, had no idea. So I know from day one, we're in his videos. He made a video. He, I think this is his fourth or fifth Camino. He made a video last year, two hours, nine minutes long. Camino wow. Francis 2022, day one to 41. Did not optimize the title. You know, we do like these YouTube videos and you're always yeah. trying to optimize, you know, make right. people click, whatever. That's the title of his video. 136,000 views. I believe it. Two hours, 10 minutes. Unbelievable. Hey, check, check this out, man. According to outside comfort zone, I was in until you said he's Dutch. That dude's ovens have ruined many nights for me. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clemens Van Aken. I, I'll try, I'll try to remember to put that in the description, but yeah, according to Jeff Peters, it's the epilogue epilogue. Okay. Yeah. See um, before. So he's put a question mark though. So I don't know how confident he is in that, but we're going to go with it. Well, he's a wise guy. Jeff's been around. He's, he's, he's definitely a wise guy. That's for sure. Um, so, so Jeremiah, I just want to say, I'm really glad you asked for Andy to be on here last week. It was so cool. Having, uh, having, having Metro on here. Um, if you guys haven't had a chance to check his videos out, he's just a cool guy. Like he's the most laid back, relaxed guy you'll ever meet in your life. 
Yeah, and I thought he was going to jump out of his chair last week. He he is a ball of energy, is he not? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I, somebody commented. I, I saw it. They were like, yeah, I think Andy needs another Red Bull. He uh, <laughs> needs another Red Bull. Yeah, he's fun to talk to, dude. I had such a good time with him and all those guys on the trip. It's what always amazes me is, you know, backpacking. It's such a small world. It is. And like you'll, you'll have friends that you haven't got to see in a year or a year and a half or six months or a few weeks, whatever. It doesn't really matter. And you might've went on one trip with them. You might've went on five trips with them. Who knows? But your next trip with them, you meet up and you get out on trail and it's like you never left off. Yeah. It's just like it clicks right back into place. Like you've, you've been around each other the whole time, every day in just normal life. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It got, th got to throw a couple things on here real quick. Yeah. I was going to ask if you um, had some other comments. Cause I want to talk to you about this Google maps thing. Well, I think I'm going to hold off on that. Cause that's going to take a long time to talk about. Okay. No problem. No it, problem. It's so, so I think we're going to, I think we're going to pull that out for the next episode and I'll kind of let people know what we're going to be talking about. Come How long we've been going episode. here? Uh, we've been going for 40 minutes. Oh, all right. So we've been on here a minute, but uh, the outdoor dog and hiking girl, she put on here, dude, don't joke about us Dutchies. Oh, she, she's a Dutchie? <laughs> she's a Dutchie, man. Yeah. She's got a channel. If you haven't checked it out, it's kind of fun. It's just her hiking with her dog. It's a lot of fun stuff there. Um, and then Jeff Hartman actually said the epilogue is after the prologue is before. So... That's actually the, the way it goes. So, and he doesn't have a question mark, so I'm going to go with his. Yeah, that's the better read, Jeff. Jeff Hartman, Jeff Peters. You sounds like uh, you're like me. I don't I don't read a whole lot, so I can't even remember the epilogue is before or after. <laughs> then, then of course, Jeff. Look at you two. We have the hilarious brothers in the house. <laughs> How long's it been, man, since we've just done an episode of us on the live stream? I mean, I feel like it's been a hot minute. It has been, man. It really has been. Um, and like I said, this wasn't even supposed to be a live stream. We were just supposed to record this. We do, we do the same way we do live streams. We record, uh, regular episodes and, uh, I was supposed to set this to private and I didn't do that. So now we got all these people on and 81 comments on something that wasn't even posted that anybody knew about. So there you go. I love it, man. It's been a I lot of fun. Through. We had, uh. One, two, three, four, five, six, six weeks in a row where we had a guest on some of them, two guests. Yeah. And this is our first time back, man. It's yeah, fun. Man. It just is fun. Well, and this is really just an update episode. I know a lot of people ask questions about what's going on with us and we don't always get to that stuff because we're too busy talking to other people about their lives and what they're doing. And so it's been nice to get on here and just kind of let you guys know what's going on with us and stuff that's happening. Um, we did get the question asked earlier. I want to make sure we hit this because I think this is a fun question to uh, look at. This is yeah, from Jeff Peters, the guy who thinks that we're hilarious. Um, he put a gear question. What are you hoping to get under the Christmas tree this year? Dude, i tell you something that I'm wanting. I don't know why I haven't thought of this already. Those pocket bidets that I use. Yeah. I have one. And so I have it in one specific bathroom here at the house. And it, if y'all haven't seen them, it's just like a little piece of rubber that goes into the top of a bottle. And it's got like stacked O-rings that hold it in there. Yeah. Why, why have I not bought like a 10 pack of those? How I, I think like a three pack, probably 15, $20. Why have yeah. I not bought a bunch of those and put one in my poop kit, put one in every bathroom at the house, put one at work. Why have I not? put one of those everywhere. Why am I going to my bathroom every time that I go on a backpacking trip and taking that pocket bidet out of there? And cause I use that thing every day here at the house. And then I have to switch it over to my backpacking gear. Dang, you become I, bougie, dude. Well, I, I really, really, really would love to, uh, to get a heated seat that has the bidet with heated water for each bathroom in the house. Problem is they're like $300. Yeah. They're so, cheap. yeah. So I don't have the money to buy one. That might <laughs> I mean, be, that actually might be the cheap ones. So like, <laughs> I think I have the really money, to buy it, 
but I cannot justify being like, yeah, I'm going to go spend $500 on a toilet seat. Maybe when, you know, if we buy, if we build a new house or buy a new house. When you hit a hundred thousand subs, that's how you celebrate. <laughs> That'll be the celebration poop celebration. But I think that if you're looking for a good gift for your backpacking husband, wife, whoever, or just somebody that, uh, you know, you want to bless them. A good stocking stuffer would be one of those little rubber pocket bidets. So I'm hoping that Santa sticks one of those in my stocking above the mantle. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little, I'm getting into knives. I don't know what it is. Oh, but it's like I just want to keep buying knives. I want as many knives as I get my hands on. I don't know what the deal is with it, but uh, I, I I've got that Amazon wish list going, and it is just loaded with knives. And I like pocket knives, hunting knives. Um, I found these like like funky looking cleaver style knives. Like when you go camping and you got meat and you've got to cut it all up. It's like this massive blade. And I want to get some of the, I mean, dude, just knives. I want knives like constantly want knives. So did you, do you remember when dispatch knives was sending out a bunch of different knives to people with backpacking YouTube channels? Yeah. Did you, did you accept any knives from them? No. Okay. I think, I think I told them you could send them if you want. And I think they sent me a few. I think I gave several away, you know, just people oh, yeah. that I know, but I think they let me pick them out. If I don't, if I'm not mistaken, I think I got one of those big cleaver knives, but I was like, what dude, I'm never yeah. going to use this thing. Are they actually useful? When am I oh, ever man, going to they're awesome. Like if you're, if you're doing outdoor stuff and you're cooking, they're just awesome. You feel, here's the thing. You don't need them. I get it, but it looks cool. I bet it makes really your beard grow. And you get to look like a Viking while you're making food. So, I mean, come on, like who doesn't want to do that? Right. You ever, if those things are full tang, you could do this. You ever practice your knife throwing whenever you're out? No, but now I want to. Dude. Let me tell you a little bit about it real quick. We can get let, back. Let to me show food. you this real quick. Outside comfort zone posted. Be careful. Pocket knife collections are a gateway to wolf shirts. <laughs> the wolf shirts, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I own a single one. Do you? Uh, a wolf shirt? Yeah. No, but for some reason, that's all I can think about. That and uh, the Roman Empire. I can't. I can't stop thinking <laughs> about those two things. You can't get them out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pocket knives. So here's the problem: if you suck at it like I do, then you break your pocket knife. So you you have to get one that is full tang. Right. If you don't know what that is, basically that means that it's a full piece of metal from top to bottom, and then they attach a handle on each side at the bottom. Yeah. It's not an insert that you, you have a handle and a knife, and you, like, connect them. The full tang is one full knife with, like, pieces on, like, on either side that give it a handle. So you have to use a full tang if you're not good, like me, because if you're using a regular, like, folding pocket knife, you throw right. it, and then it just hits a tree. And then just falls off and breaks. Well, I haven't like broken one in two, but I remember I was bored and I, I was walking on trail. Isn't it always interesting that the best stories start with the phrase, I was bored? <laughs> I'm just, just a dude out there. Just a dude who's bored. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I remember I was walking and whenever you're backpacking, sometimes you literally have nothing to do. But to walk, you know, it's boring and there's one foot in front of the other and there's no one to talk to and you're not listening to music or whatever. So I would flip open my pocket knife and I throw it. But if it hits a tree, then it loosens the screw that at like the pivot point to open the pocket knife. So you throw it enough and that screw gets real loose. So I think I've ruined two like that by just throwing them. <laughs> but if you get a full tang, <laughs> then, then you won't break it. Or, so, or maybe actually by throwing knives. Just or by throwing knives. Or ninja stars. Oh, ninja. Ninjas. Ninja stars. Have you seen the video of the guy throwing the ninja stars? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because if you hadn't, I was going to have to well, say And that. have you seen Judy Chops and Ninja Chops? 
Yeah, is that the same guy? I don't know if it's the same guy, but dude, that's just funny stuff. <laughs> okay, we well, got a couple people have commented something we have to put on here. We're both getting picked on in the in the comments for Christmas this year. Yeah, go uh, ahead. The first one I'll put up here was hoping for some JS merch. and and you weren't alone man i got some too um we need a jk video (laughs) oh yeah jk video when's that coming out i don't know i haven't put a video out since march uh focused mostly on the on the podcast and i've had some uh outside video things i've been working on that don't have anything to do with youtube but uh i should probably start thinking about doing videos again i'll watch that (laughs) <laughs> i hope a lot of people will watch them but uh yeah I, I probably need to get back on that i've been failing sorry people i apologize that's all right so jeremiah i think i think we're a good spot to say sayonara to everybody what what a fun little impromptu episode man how hilarious we got almost 100 comments on a video that wasn't even supposed to be seen by anybody until tomorrow yeah so. for the people John opened the show before anybody got in here because it, it tells me how many viewers we have at, at one time on our screen through the yeah. software. Yeah. So a little behind the scenes, we got on here and John, <laughs> he clicked it. He's like going live in three, two, one. So I hit record on my end and, and he hits go live on his end and he starts the show with, yeah, we're this is just audio episode. Uh, thanks everybody for coming. And then I see one viewer, six viewers, ten <laughs> viewers, eighteen viewers, twenty five <laughs> viewers, thirty viewers. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> well, I even said I even made like this empty comment. Now looking back, it's a complete lie. I said we're not going to have any comments on here this week. It's just going to be us. Uh, you're not. We're not going to. You know, if you're watching, if you're listening, and you don't get to watch the live streams, you're not going to feel left out from things and. And sure enough, I didn't make it private. And so there's probably people listening right now going, you are a liar, Mr. Kelly, a liar. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. It turned into fun. Spontaneity, you know, a lot of times it's a good thing. So really, I really enjoyed it, man. I did too, man. Thanks for everybody for uh, tuning into the show on a random Tuesday at like 4.30 in the afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) yeah five o'clock everybody's getting off work they're driving home oh yeah but it's been fun man thanks for thanks for taking us live yeah this was a good time this was definitely a good time so thanks everybody for tuning in for myself and jeremiah the king of kentucky backpacking we'll catch you guys on the next one adios folks